friends. Welcome to Race the Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. Friends, it's time to move the needle in the right direction and make some changes in your life so we can thrive. It's about the time where we can we overcome what's holding us back and live the life we dream of. So, what are you waiting for? Let's start. So, last week we discussed five of my bad habits that I really think are zapping my productivity and focus. And we also saw the stats according to research, 80% of human beings do have those bad habits. And so, of course, we don't want to be in that 80% anymore and we want to do something. So let's look at some of the, some of the habits that can help us move towards our goal and help us develop a greater mental strength to tackle our day-to-day goals and these habits are not just about the superficial level it's all about going deep it's about developing our mental resilience so we can achieve you know a lasting impact on our life so let's get started and let's look into the first habit so the first habit is replacing self-pity with gratitude I mean, I know it's easy to say than practice, but trust me, personally, uh, recently I was, as you all know, I had, I got COVID and that was one of the things that, that taught me that how important it is for us to respond consciously instead of reacting in self-pity or reacting with bitterness. It's so important to turn into the gratitude because these are the adverse situations that can show us our true power that we are unstoppable, like we mentioned. And actually, I mean, you all by now know that as a scientist, I really believe in stuff that is already researched and, you know, that backs up by science somehow. And so the research actually also shows that developing our capacity for gratitude can make us stronger on many levels. And to begin with, like increased gratitude can improve our physical health. And according to um, a study published in 2003 in the journal, I forgot, I think it was Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, for example, that it found that people who are grateful have healthier immune system. They suffer less often from the aches and the pains. And what's more, that they also exercise more frequently. They sleep better. They enjoy a better general standard of health than their less grateful peers. So clearly, gratitude is very important. So now let's turn to another habit. So habit number two is, it's about holding on to our power and forgiving others. Yes, this is by far the hardest habit that one can practice. But again, you know, I won't share something that I haven't practiced myself. So 
I don't normally openly share so much about my husband's journey, but my husband suffered from depression, and before even we found out that he was suffering from depression, he was on a you know substance abuse route. We've had I've had an abusive marriage, in terms of physical, in terms of you know verbally and stuff emotionally. It was such an abusive relationship. I stuck with him, not like I I got stuck with him, but I wanted to stick with him because. I just didn't want to leave him in the situation where he was, um, and so, anyways, that one that one relationship taught me how important it is to forgive someone. And so, when I invested in my coaching back in 2018, that's when I learned the power of forgiveness, how I can own, you know, and how I can hold on to my power because forgiveness is actually not an easy job. It's not for someone. You know who who is looking for an easy route. It's a very tough. It's it's a tough in terms of because it's hard. It's so hard to forgive someone. But waiting to forgive others until they say they're sorry actually gives them the control. And it's not just about the control over that one relationship. It actually controls our dreams. It controls our day to day life. It just makes it everything miserable. So again, I really want to define forgiveness here that I learned from my coach. Forgive word itself, if you break it down, it's about for give. So it's about when you ask forgiveness, or you know, when you or when you forgive someone, it's about like thank you for giving me this pain because this pain taught me something, right? X Y Z, whatever it could be for you. This pain is what made me strong. And so, yes, if you want to hold on to your power, and if you want to own your power, then my friend, you have to let go and forgive others who has done wrong to you. And just you know, I'm not saying that you need to forget about it. Not not saying that. Just learn what you were supposed to learn in that from that circumstances, and just let that pain go. Let everything lose out, and just don't hold on to it because that controls your power. Our habit number three is about embracing the change. That is by far the most. It's it again. This is also hard. So, like for example, recently we just moved. We we lived an independent home. I've had a great big house. You know, four bedrooms, like a nice furnished basement, the huge you know kitchen, big backyard. We've had a great space, and all of us, and just because we want to achieve our dreams, we decided that we really need to sacrifice the temporary lifestyle, you know, the temporary, the way we are living, the temporary luxuries, so we can create the long-term lifestyle. And so that change is—it's just hard when you are a parent, when you have, you know, two young kids who are so. Um, you know, used to with their school environment, and all of a sudden you are giving them this change. But it's about—it's also about empowering your children and yourself that we must embrace the change because there is a silver lining in in embracing the change because it gives you—you know—it it teaches us that it's okay. I can do this, and you know, and again, if you're not okay, it is also okay not to be okay. Right, it's all it's all about embracing the present, and what we have learned that it's it's about being mindful and it's about being conscious when you're embracing the change. Because when you are going outside of your comfort zone, your mind is gonna go reckless. 
it's gonna your monkey mind is going to just get so happy and give you all these nasty thoughts that you just don't want to think about. So it's all about being more mindful about your feelings around the change and noticing and you know like literally measuring the progress and you can use there's so many so many tools nowadays out on the internet that you can or you know you can hire a coach for yourself you can work with someone get a therapist if it's really hard but again this is going to prepare you you know for to help you move towards your big goals so let's move on to our next habit habit number four it's about it is about not to get distracted by things that you can't control. Again, it's about not getting distracted by things that you don't have control over. What do I mean by that? Let's look at this. If you've ever been caught in bad traffic on your way to an important appointment, you probably know how frustrating it can be. I mean, we all must have experienced this at some point or we have all must have heard about this uh this example you know or this uh, scenario before what we get into we you know we get into the the cursing in the car or we get to you know we just get the frustration just comes out one way or the other way although it can feel good in that actual moment the thing to remember is that that it's total waste it's not just waste of our time but it's also waste of our precious energy and it loses, you know, we literally lose out our sanity in getting frustrated and, and showcasing our frustration in terms of cursing or, or, you know, honking or things like that. There's just no point, right? We're not gaining anything. It's not serving us. So then what do we do? Like, okay, now instead of getting distracted and using our, our precious energy towards like cursing or getting frustrated, why don't we just look at the things that we have control over? Okay, what can I do? So in the this traffic scenario, we might can might just okay, let me just text my boss that I might be late. You know, I'm stuck in the traffic because you just can't do anything at that point. There's no way you you're going to fly your car, right? I mean, this is the joke that we say in the car with my kids. Anyways, back to the topic. So, what is in your control? Your control is okay, let me turn on to the radio or let me turn into that that podcast that I really wanted to listen to or let me turning to that audiobook that I was dying to listen to or if why not mine as well I'm stuck in the traffic just you know just play something in the background like turning to your favorite music library there are so many ways. ask Siri to tell you read your story by the way did you know that we do that all the time if we're bored and if my child is fussing and our last option is about empowering him to give a choice we say, hey, Siri, can you tell us a story? And Siri actually does read your stories. Or you ask, hey, Siri, tell me your dad joke. And Siri will tell you a dad joke. So, you know, it's just the point is like, look into what you can control instead of getting distracted by what you can't control. Next habit, habit number five is not repeating the same mistakes. And this actually requires self-discipline. Yes, they say in life, you will keep getting the same lesson again and again, or the, you know, you will attract same situations in life again and again until you learn from the mistake. And I believe that's why all these successful, you know, um, leaders write books and they share their 
autobiography and they share their uh, mistakes because they themselves do this. They like literally, um, they study and learn from their mistakes so they don't repeat them in the future. And that's why they share their mistakes so openly so we can learn. And that's what I am trying to do. I am trying to share my mistakes so we can all learn together and we can all thrive better. And again, if you want to see different results, then you can't be, you can't repeat the same, you know, mistakes and again and again. It's just not possible to get a different result by doing the same thing over and over. So it's about time that we learn some self-discipline and we practice self-discipline. So few of the things that has helped me to be more disciplined is keeping my eyes on the goal and the intention, right? It's about the vision. What, what is your vision? What do you really want? It's about knowing, right? Again, self-awareness, self-reflection, it requires so much. So it is, you know, it's, it's about if you really want to create, for example, for me, if I really want to create the lifestyle, long-term lifestyle, then I'm going to have to drop down on, you know, uh, watching my Netflix shows and I'm going to have to buckle up and do some reading or do some writing or you know whatever like record this podcast so again keeping your eyes on the goals your on your why why you want to do that so that's next second you have to make list of the reasons why you want to do it so you don't repeat the mistakes why don't you want to repeat these mistakes that you've made in the past so again make that list why do you want to do things differently so that comes to the why. And then number three is being more conscious and intentional uh, and, you know, keeping an eye out on your mistakes. So let's say, for example, your goal is to um, save money so you can buy your dream home, right? But if you always end up spending money um, on things that are just not necessary or like you know buying a new furniture right now when you can save that money and just get that when you buy it when you actually buy your dream home so it's about saving at that point so look at your habits you know um self-examine see where you need to spend less or spend more see what you can or it, it doesn't have to be money so for, uh, it could be also about the time where you're spending the time where you're spending your energy while you could be working on that dream project instead of you know spending time watching netflix or surfing through youtube or surfing through social media so again self-discipline requires lots of inner work and it requires us to go against our monkey mind like how Jay Shetty my coach would say and the last habit habit number six I really want to focus is on don't give up so easily you know just don't give up easily and have some self-compassion for your for yourself and for the failures we actually do um, have a tendency to think that success is overnight you know, it's like a fairy tale. It's just going to show up like you have this magic wand and you just weigh away and, you know, it's the reality now. But in actual real world, things are rarely like that. You have to put in the work. 
So the overnight success that we see on the internet nowadays, it's actually not overnight. That one, that leader must have worked 10, 20 years in terms of creating that, that successful product that he or she is sharing with the world right now. All the hardship that they have done, you know, all the um, movie nights they had to sacrifice with their friends, all their Netflix shows that they had to give up on. It, it looks that this is all overnight success, but it is actually not. So it's so important for us to, to remind ourselves. But at the same time, we don't have to give up. We don't need to give up. It's not about, you know, failures are part of life. They all have failed at one point or the another. And our leaders of today, uh, you know, they are clearly sharing that. I am blessed enough to following the leaders that I really want to be like, you know, the role models in my life. They all share their hardships and they all are sharing the failures. It's so important to know about the failures. Like, for example, in the movie, uh, watch the Think and Grow Rich, right? Thomas Edison. You just cannot have a better example of uh, for this than Thomas Edison. He was one of the greatest inventors, uh, you know, inventors in history perhaps most famous for inventing the light bulb and the discovery that completely changed our entire world. But just imagine for a second that if he didn't go for that discovery and if he had given up the very first trial, well, we wouldn't have the light bulbs, right? Or, and even if he had it, we would have had it at a later stage or whatnot. The point I'm trying to say is like, we don't just, just don't give up because failures are part of our life. And even better, like instead of taking failures as, you know, um, that, okay, this is it and giving up, take them as a learning opportunities. Take them as like, in, in, as a scientist, we believe that fail, you know, and we all have heard like fail like a scientist. It's all about experimenting. It's all about you know, trying and seeing what works and what doesn't work. So each time we fail, we really need to consider ourselves to be one step closer to succeeding as Thomas Edison actually taught us. And so, yeah, it's so important that we learn to be self-compassionate about our failures and mistakes and show some grace for ourselves. So, you know, I really want to share my personal story on this, that back in 2006, when I was trying to come to United States for higher education for my undergraduates, um, undergraduate studies, we had to do this exams called TOEFL, which is all about, you know, if, you, if English is your second language, you have to give this exam in English. And I studied in Gujarati medium, so I had no English, like literally had, I couldn't speak, I couldn't um, write, I could read very slowly, but you know, I mean, not as fluent as I could read now, but back then I couldn't even read. So the, the point is like when the first time I tried to give the exam, I failed, I failed badly. And I had a, such a crush deadline to, to submit my scores to the universities here in the States. So I was so crushed down and I was so crying. I was like, Oh, I can't do it. And then my dad said, okay, well, let's take another date for the exam. And I said, yeah, let's do it. And I just went for this. And believe it or not, I mean, I came like really close for the second time, but I pa passed my test. And, you know, I'm here today. If, 
if I, you know, just give up that day and not uh, taking my exam again, I wouldn't, I don't know where would I have been now. Things would have been so different. So it's just about, you know, just, just, just go for the second time. Like if you have to, it's not about that you, if failed the first time, it's not necessarily that you're going to fail a second time. It just, it's just about trying. For example, my first business was just bummer. I had a major um, dip down, like I lost a huge um, financial investment, but I'm still trying, like, you know, I'm still building my second business. It's not, so it's just, you know, these failures actually teaches us like what not to do the next time. So just to review today's, um, the habit list is, if we really want to go towards our big goals, you know, and if you really want to thrive and achieve that vision, then we're going to have to look into these habits for success. And we're going to have to, it's, and it's not about achieving the superficially, um, you know, looking habits, but it's about increasing the resilience. It's about increasing the mental strength and get more out of life that, that we deserve. So again, to, to recap, it's about refraining from feeling sorry for ourselves. It's, it's about never giving up on our power away to others, about embracing the change. It's about avoiding, you know, the, the things that we can't control and focusing on the things that we can control. It's about making sure to never, you know, repeat the mistakes and learning and taking that as an, a learning opportunity and showing some grace and compassion for ourselves and also not, you know, giving up on our initial failures and just, you know, learn from it, show some compassion, give grace to yourselves and move on. And so now, now we all know that we're about, you know, the little wisdom nuggets and how can we easy to, how can we easily practice these, these habits. So it's not just about listening to me right now, but it's also about doing something about it. It's about taking, you know, owning your mental strength and owning your, your power. So few things that I want to share on how to implement these practices. So like, first of all, is monitoring how you're behaving. So are you shying away from your changes? Are you repeating the same mistakes? If so, you know, you really need to look into it, come up with strategies, how to change these things. Um, and then paying close attention to your feelings. Like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Are you, you know, are you focusing on or are you holding on to onto the people or the situations that did wrong to you? So you really need to examine these thoughts. Are you threatening over things that, you know, you can't control? So are your expectations are unrealistic? And so you really need to try and replace them with, with the thoughts that can serve you better. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mital Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.